Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Welcome to the WREL Daily Download. I'm Amanda Lamb. In today's deep dive conversation, we're talking with WREL's state government reporter, Will Doran, about the North Carolina Compassionate Care Act, which would make marijuana legal for medical purposes in our state. Welcome to the program, Will. Thanks for having me. So today we are talking right after the initial vote of the Senate before the second vote of the Senate. Well, tell me about how this went down in the Senate and what the debate was on the floor from both sides. Sure. So people who have been following state politics know that this is now the second year in a row that the Senate has voted to legalize medical marijuana. And it really came out of left field or actually um, right field, maybe, (laughs) (laughs) because it had a Republican sponsor on it. Interesting. You know, this is something that Democrats have been pushing for for years in North Carolina, and it just, you know, was ignored, ignored, ignored. Um, But then suddenly, uh, you know, one of the most powerful Republicans in the state legislature, uh, Senator Bill Rabin, um, who's a veterinarian from Southport, put his name on this bill and said, hey, this is something that I think is important. And um, I I talked to Senate Leader Phil Berger yesterday, and, you know, it it was a pretty commanding vote in favor of this. It was 36 to 10 in the 50-member Senate. So, you know, you had over three times as many people voting for it as you did voting against it. And I asked him, you know, what happened? <laughs> you know, how how are all these, you know, Republicans voting for, you know, to legalize marijuana? And he said, really, a big part of it was Senator Rabin's personal story. He's a cancer survivor and, you know, really kind of, you know, was willing to, you know, make himself a little bit vulnerable and tell his story to a lot of his colleagues and really sell it that way. That's fascinating. So what did he say about how, um, I guess, marijuana, if he was able to to use it during that time when he was going through treatment, what did he say it meant to him? Yeah, he's, you know, he's always uh, not quite answered that question on, uh, okay. <laughs> you know, usage, uh, but it at least got him researching it and thinking about uh, and what thinking it what about it, it what it could mean what for somebody mean. going through um, treatment because you know there's there's so much pain and nausea associated with cancer and that's one of the the medical ailments that this bill uh, will allow doctors to prescribe marijuana for if it does pass um, and uh, you know this is something that um, really has kind of been going on behind the scenes for a few years now um, but it just seemed that you know now was the the time to actually go public with it and actually push forward. And, and we should note, I mean, almost every state in the country has done this already. North Carolina is one of a, a small number of, of outliers who who, who haven't. Uh, I think it, uh, I read in some of your reporting that all but 13 states have laws about medical marijuana. And I think let's backtrack for a minute. I think it's a little confusing right now because there are states that have medical marijuana laws. There are states that allow marijuana um, and then there's all these other things, CBD and hemp and Delta 8 or 9. Um, we do not have any legalization of actual marijuana currently in North Carolina, correct? Correct. You know, you, you can go to a CBD store and pick up 
um, you know, products like like you just mentioned, like you know, CBD oils or hemp, things like that. Um, you know, and, and hemp is uh, a close cousin of marijuana. It's virtually the same plant, but the key difference is it doesn't have that psychoactive component, THC. In right. It. And I think, is there some kind of rule about there's allowed to be like a trace amount, but it's, right. but it, but it, it can't rise to a certain level. Right. That's kind of the differentiation between hemp and marijuana. Now, you mentioned uh, cancer as one of the things on the list that this could be used for. What are, what are some of the other things? A big one is PTSD. Um, actually, one of the biggest groups that has been lobbying for this down at the legislature have been veterans and particularly uh, younger veterans, you know, from the wars in Iraq and Afghanistan. Um, some older veterans as well, Vietnam age. Um, but they've been saying, look, you know, the VA system is giving us these just cocktails of a dozen pharmaceuticals for me to treat my PTSD. And it just didn't do anything for me. And my friend told me about marijuana. And so I tried it. And it really improved my symptoms. And, you know, we heard a lot of really emotional testimony from people, um, you know, talking about how they, you know, were holding a gun against their head one night and, you know, almost pulled the trigger, but just decided to give it one more shot and try this, you know, one kind of what they thought was maybe a last ditch effort, you know, of like to relax their mind. Right, exactly. And a lot of them said this really works. And kind of building on that, we've also seen. You know, I mean, we have two of the biggest military bases in the world here in North Carolina with Fort Bragg and Camp Lejeune. And, you know, those are in kind of more rural areas of the state represented by Republicans. And that big outcry of support from the veterans groups in those areas has actually kind of led a lot of Republican lawmakers to get on board with this. I mean, that's a really powerful lobby when you think about it. People who have served our country who are saying, hey, this this works for me based on what I've been through. Right. Not only this works for me, but what we're doing currently isn't working for me. Right. And we, you know, it's not that like and we're supposed I to be want su- to get high. Sure. It's no, we're, su- I, we're supposed to be supporting veterans, obviously. Exactly. Um, and, and I know there are things that aren't on the list. Um, also on the list, sickle cell anemia, Parkinson's. But it's really kind of a pretty small list. What are the things that have been left off that people are saying, hey, you know, we really should include X, Y and Z? Yeah. And. I should point out it's a purposefully small list. Um, you know, while we do have Republicans voting on this, there, you know, I, I, talking to Senator Rabin, there's, you know, kind of a realization that, you know, okay, people don't want to go too far. And he's been very clear, like, he, you know, if North Carolina does pass this, he believes that we'll have the strictest laws for medical marijuana of anywhere in the country. And that's kind of been his selling point to some of the more social conservatives. So what he said is he doesn't want to have – more kind of vague ailments on it, like, you know, glaucoma, chronic pain, things like that, where people could be accused of faking it to just get uh, a prescription from their doctor. And, you know, that that's his line that, you know, cause, sure. and there's been some concerns that, oh, this is just a gateway to full legalization. He wants to cut that out. But completely. definitely not, because I think when you first hear about this, you think, oh, it's for pain, but that's not specifically uh, on that list. Correct. It, it's for specific specific uh, diagnosed um, ailments, basically. Correct. Um, and that has been a concern of some activists and some uh, particularly Democratic lawmakers. Um, and, you know, they point out, too, like we have a really bad issue in North Carolina with the opioid crisis. Sure. And, you know, they say, you know, if we allow this for opioid abatement treatment, basically, you know, taking people who are already addicted to opioids and prescribing them marijuana instead, 
Are we just you know, trading one evil for another is what people say. Right. I understand. Okay. Well, we'll be back after the break with more from Will Doran about what this bill means to the future legalization of marijuana in our state. More great news for carry commuters. With the new GoCarry app, you can track your bus live on the interactive map feature. Stay informed with the latest news and service updates right at your fingertips. Save your favorite locations and routes for quick and easy access, making your daily commute a breeze. Plus, with the GoCarry app, you can easily connect to GoCarry.org for even more resources and information. Best of all, the GoCarry app is absolutely free to download on the Apple and Google Play stores. GoCarry, where getting there is just a tap away. Breaking news, The Designery can give you the kitchen of your dreams. I'm Dana Merrill, the owner of The Designery in North Raleigh. And I am True Merrill. I am the project manager. The Designery is a lovely kitchen, bath, and closet remodeling company. We do pretty much any of the utility spaces in your house. If you want to store things in your cabinets, if you want to work on things on your countertops, if you want to have a floor that can get wet or muddy, we're the place to help you fix your home up. We are the Designery North Raleigh, located at 3030 Wake Forest Road in the Holly Park Plaza. We would love to see you or visit our website at thedesignery.com. Welcome back to the WREL Daily Download. I'm talking with Will Doran about the legalization of marijuana for medical purposes. Now, we, we talked briefly in the first half of the show, Will. You said this was brought up last year. This was brought up in the last session. Um, tell me how it did at that time. It actually had a very similar vote in the Senate last year as it did this year. Um, So there were no really big surprises uh, when it passed here now. The biggest question has always been what's going to happen in the other chamber of the legislature in the state house. Um, It didn't go anywhere in the house last year. But talking to some of the leaders in both the house and the Senate, it sounds like Republicans there are a little bit more on board this year. Um, You know, it wasn't a case where it went up for a vote in the house and failed. It just it, you know, the leadership just wouldn't allow it for a vote at all. And it sounds like this year, chances are probably better, um, if not good, uh, that it'll actually go for a vote. So that that's going to be, you know, the, the big kind of next storyline that uh, we're going to be following down the legislature. Absolutely. And, you know, when I think about this, we've mentioned veterans groups lobbying for it. There are potential stakeholders here, obviously. Um, what about farmers? What are farmers saying? Because obviously this is something that they could participate in. Sure. Um, You know, obviously, tobacco is king in North Carolina. Everyone knows that. But tobacco sales have been dropping um, and dramatically dropping. Yeah. yeah. And so there's a thought that, hey, you know, um, you know, if if there's this potential new crop out there that could be an even bigger cash crop than tobacco was, you know, this is a way to really boost rural parts of the state and our rural economies. Yeah, I mean, we're uniquely set up for that, given the fact that we have so many farmers in our state. Um, how would it be distributed? Would it go through a pharmaceutical company? And and what are pharmaceutical companies saying? Are they worried about competition? It would not go through a pharmaceutical company. Um, the uh, Because, you know, there's obviously marijuana is still illegal at the federal level, even though, as I said earlier, basically every state has done this. The federal government still hasn't. Um, and, you know, that creates problems for getting loans from banks and going through pharmaceutical companies and all things like that. And so what the state would do instead is we would give out uh, licenses to companies to open up dispensaries. Um, and there would be a pretty limited number of those dispensaries uh, that could open throughout the state. I think it's um, no more than 80. 
stores. And, and probably, I would assume, maybe a lot of people that are currently in the CBD, hemp industry might transition into something like that because they're already kind of in that loop. A lot of them would love to. One complaint that we've heard is the way the bill is written may kind of weigh things in favor of big out-of-state companies that already have tons of experience in other states doing this. And, you know, there, there's an argument for that. Say, you know, look, we're, we're about to start this. We don't want to just hand over the keys to, to untested people who sure. don't necessarily know what they're doing. You know, we want to bring in people who actually have experience. But because this has been illegal in North Carolina, a lot of local people don't really have experience. Right. I understand. So you've got to ask the question when you're looking at this. I'm sure there are people who say, well, this is just the first step to legalizing marijuana in the state of North Carolina overall, and we don't want, this is a gateway. We don't want to go there. I mean, what kind of talk are you hearing surrounding that theory? That's been really the the main opposition against it is that, you know, uh, the, the slippery slope argument that, you know, okay, well, if we do this, then it's only a matter of years until we fully legalize it. And some people say, yeah, that sounds great. Let's do it. Um, I mean, you know, if you look at public polling, the majority of North Carolinians support full legalization of marijuana, even for recreational use. Um, however, the majority of Republican voters don't support that. And so we, what you've really heard from Republican politicians is, you know, th- that's the main opposition is that we think that medical marijuana is just kind of this slippery slope to full legalization. And the Republican sponsors of this bill have said no. Um, you know, as I mentioned earlier, they've said we've written this to be incredibly strict. Um, and, you know, that goes from not just the list of things that medical marijuana can be used for, but even down to, you know, how aggressively companies are going to be allowed to market it. And you know, So every aspect of it. Yeah. They can't have neon signs, things like that. They, sure. You know, they've really put a lot of thought into kind of, you know, trying to make it as invisible as possible. That makes sense. So uh, and we we talked a little bit about this, but one more vote in the Senate as of this recording should be a routine vote. And then it's on to the House. And, and that's where this is going to land in terms of whether it will go forward. How long will that process take potentially? Oh, you know, at the legislature, it, it could be up for a vote next week or it could take months or even years. Um, you know, like I said earlier, we are expecting it to have more support in the House this year. There there was a lot of turnover in the 2022 elections. Republicans obviously still hold a majority, um, but there's, you know, a new crop of people there. Um, and, you know, as you change politicians, you maybe change views on things. And so it, it seems that there is much more momentum for it this year. Well, thank you so much for explaining this and for your continued reporting that we will continue to follow on this very important issue. And thank you for listening to the WREL Daily Download and making us part of your morning routine. If you like what you're hearing, please rate us on Apple Podcasts or whatever podcast app you use. Another great way to get WREL news is the Morning Briefing Newsletter. It's a daily email waiting in your inbox every morning with triangle news events and headlines to get you ready for the day. Sign up at WREL.com backslash newsletter. So when I was looking to transfer, it was um, a lot of one-on-one, and it didn't feel like I got lost in a huge university because I knew that if I came here, there was going to be someone I could talk to about every aspect of the courses I needed to take, but also, too, I loved the smaller classroom sizes, and I liked how interactive and immersive all of the learning was going to be. It wasn't just going to be me sitting in a room with a couple hundred people and a professor who didn't know my name. 
To find out more about transferring to William Peace University, visit peace.edu. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.